0: The 910 Comedy Podcast Network.
1: On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, the Lakers bring home the NBA championship. The World Series approaches. Incredible UFC knockouts and a big-name NHL star heads to Buffalo. Plus a recap around the country in football and our quick picks of the week. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the hometown crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyards of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple.
0: What up, it's Mac.
2: And I am Heather, who is in a pseudo emotional uh, abusive relationship with Louisiana football
1: Lewis.
0: Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are.
1: Yeah. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. How are you guys doing this week? Fuck 2020. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they
2: missed our small talk in the beginning.
1: That's yeah. Yeah, we we, we uh, better days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sad. Heather, you've you've had a pretty good day.
2: I've had a Yes, I've had a great day because I was kind of starting to get a little down on myself. And and I tried to lay down for a quick little nap. And then my phone blew up and I got two job offers for.
0: Yay. Two jobs. I, I can't even get days. one. But congratulations. So,
2: Thank you So I was I'm very happy I'm very very happy now So
1: Mac how you doing this week? Alright Fuck 2020
0: man (laughs) 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 I I have nothing positive to say Like politically I'm I'm in a shit state Uh, Job wise I've sent out 64 Resumes and CVs I can't even get motherfuckers To send an email back Saying we are not interested in you You know, like I need to work. But listen though.
2: But listen though, you did write two very solid news articles. I did.
0: On on my, Mm -hmm. if if anybody's interested, you can find me at brownsnation.com. Yes, I'm now covering the Cleveland Browns for Browns website. All right. Now the, the funny thing about this is, is during my interview, after I wrote my practice, you know, my article, so I could see if he liked my writing. He's like, I got a great spot for you and i was like all right man what you got he's like i want you to cover the browns i was like man i fucking knew it i knew he was gonna say that (laughs) Um,
2: but listen though but listen though you you've already you've published two articles already
0: i i did one of them being a a tennessee titans linebacker i have never heard of until 14 hours ago
2: well still that's success still it's success. yes
0: so if any of you would like to reach out and 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 Give me some feedback, feel free. You can find me at Mac at BrownsNation.com. You can also find me at HackWriter four seven three on Twitter, which is my official professional writing Twitter handle. Um <laughs> you, you yes. won't know my other one because I have to remain professional. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh yeah, there you go. You can you can go and leave me some feedback.
1: Well, let's talk about some uh, some exciting news for the podcast. Uh, First off, this is episode number 50.
2: Nifty, nifty. We're so
1: 50. So cheers to that. Uh, We also crossed the 2000 listens, Mark. Uh,
0: Yes. Now it took us what? Like how long? Uh, I don't want to talk about that. 14 months. Yeah. Okay. So you listeners out there need to start pimping us out. Because mm-hmm. I think I think Tim does a really good job of engagement on Facebook. And I'm sorry you all can't engage with me on there anymore. But for my mental health, I had to eat Facebook into the goddamn sun. Um, <laughs> you
2: probably need to but, do that with Twitter, too. bro. But
0: oh, absolutely not. Uh, it's how I <laughs> interact with all, some of my favorite people.
1: But, I, I feel I feel like what you need to do, Mac, is put Facebook on your app on your phone. Turn off the notifications And I think you can put shortcuts To the group Directly on your thing And just hide the actual Facebook And you only Your only interaction with Facebook Is on the Hometown Crowd podcast group
0: Listen, the only interactions I've had Are with Josh, which are always fun And that dickhead who decided He was going to tell me that the Indy 500 Is the most uh, watched (laughs) So uh, Josh, if you're listening, I love you. and miss you. Um, we should have him other, back on sometime. We should. But for the other guy, you still fucking suck for trying to tell me that <laughs> fucking car racing is more fucking popular than soccer, football. Fuck. Golf and tennis are more popular than car racing. So you can choke <laughs> on that. You can choke on that dick all day long. All right. The fuck, other fuck.
1: the other piece of news that we've got is that this Saturday. We are participating. We are all three going to guest appear on a show called the Benchwarmers
0: Trivia Podcast.
2: Yes, where the two of you are just literally just going to carry me through it. So,
0: yeah, Mac. let's 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 Round. face it, Heather. They're, they're going to have like Louisiana sports heroes and you're going to fucking be your time to shine.
1: Ooh, they, they, they do try to tailor some of the questions towards our particular fandoms. So I did I did submit, you know, Heather is an LSU and New Orleans fan. Mac is uh, I am all Cleveland sports and Ohio State. And Mac agrees with me on everything except for football, in which she's a Patriots fan. Yes. Nice. So.
2: so, yeah, I mean, if anything, I mean, I can just like roast the two of you while you're thinking just to yeah. give you motivation to get to the right answer and then just lay you out when it gets wrong.
0: I mean, that's what you do anyway. So it just be like a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But that, that's going
1: to be fun.
2: So I if think. anything, tune in for that.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll let everybody know when that one goes live. Um, I'm not sure how far out they record and post, but uh, it'll be fun to play.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I miss trivia nights um, because I, I'm going to give COVID another two years before I really start doing anything in public again.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah,
0: I'm terrified about getting sick or giving someone else, you know, getting someone else sick. It's my anxiety. Just it's it's a it's a it's a condition. People don't judge me.
1: Well, let's jump into this week's news and we'll start in the NBA where the L.A. Lakers took home their first championship in 10 years. 17th overall, though. 17th 17th overall. Yes. Um, I won't point out the fact that I don't know that it's a coincidence that the Lakers won the year Kobe died. Uh, Just like, I don't think it was a coincidence that the Yankees won the world series after nine 11 and
0: (laughs) keep that conspiracy shit to yourself. The Lakers were the best team out there. Um, I give Miami a lot of credit for playing as hard as they did. Jimmy Butler showed, uh, You know, everybody that he is a top player in the league. Um, But I mean, it it was it was the Lakers uh, championship to win. You know, you've got arguably the two top players in the league uh, on one squad. Now, the the biggest thing is, and I talked to Peck about this, is what happens now, because at this time, literally the Lakers only have LeBron James under contract for next year so they're going to have yes 14 other roster spots to fill out um you know and with anthony davis being the guy they have to resign uh peck brought up a lot of a good point where he could see him going back going back home to chicago and trying to restart the renaissance there where i don't i don't think he's leaving la um I don't think a lot of people put, you know, these players don't put stock into going home anymore. If that was the case, Kevin Durant would have went to play for the, the wizards, um, you know, and you would have had a lot of other, you know, the, the bigger name guys go home. But the fact of the matter is these players want to win. Um, and they honestly, with the NBA being, you know, the rosters are smaller, you have more uh, face-to-face interaction. Uh, and, and honestly, the, if you look at the player pool, you know, granted, there's over 300 uh, NCAA Division I basketball teams. But how many of those guys actually get drafted? You know, there's a couple blue chip schools that put asses in the NBA. So these guys all know each other. They want to win basketball games. They want to play with their friends. So I can see AD just staying put. Um, and then you have uh, Palenka and the rest of the Lakers front office trying to piece together a roster. Probably with some guys like Denny Green. Uh, you know, maybe did bring back Rondo again for another run. Um, and then trying to flesh out the rest of it because, uh, you know, let's face it, between the, the trades that, uh, you know, the Lakers have pulled off uh, to try and win this title, they don't have a lot of draft picks. And frankly, I don't think they, they really scout well enough to to be that successful in the draft anymore. This so, really
1: gives new meaning to the term building your team around your star, though.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Like Because you, know?
0: you have your star
1: and that's
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the new league, uh, the new league year starts, it's going to be LeBron and, uh, you know, and 13, everybody else uh, 14 empty seats. Feel like, so. like that John Travolta <laughs> gift from uh, pulp, yeah, pulp fiction. Pulp yeah. fiction. Yeah. He's just looking around. Yeah. yeah but I mean, I think the heat though, even with Dragic down uh, played great basketball um, and, and that's going to, uh, you know, that'll be the team out of the East next year. I really think they'll go in as an early favorite. Um, yeah. You know, so I mean, it's I, I thought it was a good series. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't surprised LeBron and AD and the Lakers pulled it out. Um, but uh, you know, congrats to both for getting as far as they did, especially in this COVID influenced season. Um, you know, and uh, I think the best thing to come out of it is uh, all the MJ LeBron James into anti- you know antagonism about who's the best now that right. LeBron put his fourth ring on. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting yeah. you know, Next year, next season um,
1: the, Speaking of the next NBA year There are rumors that there will not be NBA games On Christmas Day for the first time this year That's usually a marquee day um, They're talking about starting on Martin Luther King Day
0: Well, I have a good friend and mentor Named Dr. David Walton Who is currently at Western Carolina University starting the uh, Black Studies and uh, African Studies programs out there. So way to get on board, Western Carolina. It's about fucking time. Um, But I don't know if you guys saw, but the Atlanta Hawks debuted an MLK jersey and uniform set uh, to be worn next season, and he was pretty pissed off about that. (laughs) Um, And I feel... You know, the same way about the NBA. Of all the things, we remember Dr. King for? I don't think NBA basketball is it. Um, you know, so it's it's commercializing a great man, and unfortunately, that is a uh, staple of American capitalistic thought. Uh, but I'll stop there because we're oh, talking about sports. Those hmm. are dumb yeah. jerseys. Yeah, yeah, I'm not lying. It's so
1: literally I'm, just a black jersey that says
0: M-L-A. MLK. Yeah, where they would have ATL. Um uh, yeah. and I'm with I'm with Dr. Walton on this. It's stupid as fuck. Um so that's where um, I stand on it. Uh but celebrate Dr. King, he's awesome. And uh you know yeah. incentivizing his name, image, and likeness is bullshit.
1: Yeah, that's total agreement there. Those are horrible. Um anything else about the NBA before we move on. Um,
0: uh, coldest of cold takes the calves suck again. (laughs) He's gonna watch,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes. Uh, moving on briefly in the NHL, Taylor Hall, a former number one overall pick in 2010, signed a one year deal with Buffalo. Hall was drafted number one by the Edmonton Oilers and has played for three teams in 10 years and only made the playoffs twice.
0: Yeah, he signed a one. I looked him up when you mentioned this, Tim, and I was yeah. like, he actually put up good numbers. So whatever deity he prays to, he pissed off in some way, shape or form yeah. because these aren't your daddy's New Jersey Devils. This isn't Martin Brodeur and Claude Lemieux and, and, and Scott Stevens. Those guys suck. Yeah. Um, and so does that hockey team in Arizona. They They suck pretty bad, too. Or they did. I don't know how they did this year because I didn't watch any hockey. And I'm like, bro, what did you do? Like what
1: he had to have done something.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I feel like sign or something.
1: I feel like the NHL is more like major league baseball where, you know, even though you're the number one pick, it's very rare that you make that huge of a splash uh, in terms of making the crappy team that won the right to draft you better. Uh, The NBA, you can get that number one pick and change your entire team and make the playoffs a year after getting the number one pick uh, yeah. the NFL you can see quite a swing from that number one pick but baseball and hockey they they don't have that impact yeah uh, with and, the exception that, of like your Ovechkins or your uh, Sidney Crosby's or Mario fucking Lemieux yeah but now we're going like 40 years
0: ago <laughs> fuck you bro Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> take my take my beats off. I'm going to throw them against the wall. I'm going to stomp off, Tim. You just called me old. Go fuck yourself.
2: I <laughs> don't do that. They were expensive. Don't do that.
1: The deal is worth one year, eight million dollars for the Sabres. Um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense on the surface, although I did read one interesting article that speculated that it might actually be the best move for him to eventually win in that he's going to be able to pad his stats with Buffalo and either cha- uh, transfer that into a actual yeah. money making deal or possibly a mid season trade.
0: Yeah, it's like what Cam Newton's doing right now. You, you you have a one year make it or break it deal, and if you make it, you're gonna get paid. Yeah. You know, someone'll someone'll dangle one of those NHL nine year contracts out in front of him and uh, <laughs> fifteen year. Yeah, you know. But, I think that's illegal now after the Rick DPHR deal. But moving over to Major
1: League Baseball, the ALCS with Houston and Tampa Bay and the NLCS
0: Go Rays, motherfucker! Let's do
1: it! <laughs> <laughs> and the NLCS with the Dodgers and the Braves have begun. Uh, Tampa Bay has Houston against the ropes, leading the best-of-seven series 3 nothing. However, that uh, game four is one nothing Houston in the top of the third right now.
0: Don't uh, have Rays out, man. They, I don't know what it is, but they finally learned how to hit. It's not just yeah. good pitching for them. They are hitting the ball really well.
1: Sorry, it's 2 nothing Houston, but... Houston is down 3 nothing in the series. Um the Dodgers fell in a 2-0 hole but in game 3 LA set a single inning playoff record by 11 runs. the game with 11 <laughs> runs in the first inning. Um, yeah. they currently lead Atlanta 15 to 1 in the top of the 8th. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) and that's probably that's probably more runs that have been scored in the entire series up to this point Um, possible uh but but
1: 11 runs in a single inning are a major league baseball playoff record
0: well the thing is with the dodgers like i every year you have the clayton kershaw uh playoff just funk that seems to be more ingrained now than death and taxes to Americans. Clint Kershaw has dominant regular seasons and then just shits the bed in the playoffs. But the Dodgers are, you know, they're the New York Yankees of the West. They have uh, an, an endless uh, uh, pay book, you know, or, uh, uh, you know checkbook. Um, they and look at that team from top to bottom, uh, the lineups, you know, everybody can hit the pitching's good. Um But, I mean, Atlanta, everybody's like 20 years old. Uh, If they win the World Series, they're not going to be allowed to spray champagne at each other because no one's of age to drink. And they're (laughs) just a very young and plucky team. So I wasn't surprised that they were able to kind of put the Dodgers on their back foot. Um, But I didn't think the Dodgers would stay down. Like, that's just too good of a team to, um, you know, uh, count out at this point. Uh, but I, if I remember correctly, Kershaw was scratched from this start. Um, that was game two. That was game two. Okay, thank you, Tim. Um, it's all kind of a blur these days. I'm still operating under Corona time because time has no, no to hire me. Yeah it's it's not it's not a li- it's a linear construct, man. That's what some hippie told me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I want the Rays to win this. I think that'll be great. Um, and the great thing is Tampa typically plays in front of no fans anyway, so it won't be a big change, uh, for, you know, world series. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the world series, I believe is set to take place in Arlington, uh, where the NLCS
0: Sometime is taking place right now. Sometime in the 15th month of 2020.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Turning to UFC, Heather, you have a lot to say about the fight this weekend. So
2: Listen, if there was a time to watch the fights, it was this weekend because holy shit. Like just it was amazing. Like all of the fights were really good. Um, like I wasn't like I haven't been in the past. I haven't been super into UFC, but James obviously is. And so I got into it because of him. Um, And, you know, I've kind of learned through it of, you know, sometimes if the undercard is not that good, usually the main fight will be great. Or if the undercard is super good, the main fight won't be great. This was the whole night was fucking amazing. Just like if you wanted to watch and see people get knocked the fuck out. That's exactly what happened.
1: I did see that one knockout. That was The Buckley just knockout? Incredible.
2: Listen, that by well, I think it was within the first like 2 hours afterwards, it was it had already been like viewed, I think it was something like 3 million times. I want to say something like just the video of it.
1: Back did you see that one?
0: Yeah, uh, the only thing I saw that may have been viewed more than that knockout was Josh Norman getting stiff armpits <laughs> next week. Listen, listen so. though,
2: listen, though, that Buckley knockout, that that spinning kick TKO that he did. You only see that shit in video games. That's not real yeah.
0: life. Yeah, I mean, not
2: that, real life.
0: I, I think we can tell everybody a big fuck you that says these these fighters are not phenomenal. Athletes, Oh, my phenomenal God. athletes.
2: Listen, it was um, just me and number one fan in the house. But I wish y'all could have heard how loud it got in this house after that.
0: Oh, oh dude, it, James, I, I felt so bad. He shot me a text and was like, Mac, are you watching these fights? And I didn't wake up until like 10 the next day. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, I, dude. I had some bomb ass pot this weekend and it put me out. And I woke up and was like, nah, dude, I'm in the mountains smoking weed and watching football. And he's like, dude, I'm jealous. But those fights. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> dude, Seriously, the Hagen fight was really good, too. Like his knockout I, that he
0: did. I like Hagen. I like. I like Sanhagen, yeah. So.
2: Well, he even like called out like right before he knocked homeboy out. He was like his orbitals broken. Like he called it. He's he's standing there like bowing up to him. And he's like orbitals broken. And then just bam. And that was it. Yeah. Like. Seriously, and I, I remember too. Like shortly after the fight, Dana White even on Twitter was like, "I think I'm gonna have to cut this guy a two hundred thousand dollar check, like because seriously, because seriously, like and James was like, he's like that is easily one of the best knockouts in all of like combative sport like history
0: ever. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I plan I plan on hitting uh, hitting up ESPN Plus and watching the fight this week since you know. I don't have a real job. I just do odd jobs and shit. And that's a good way like, to make me happy is watch people get physically demolished. Um, and that's
2: what this... And it was... God, it was so good. There was five knockouts. Um, oh, that's a good card. You rarely... Oh, get yeah. These days. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was five. There was five knockouts. And like I said, the knockouts themselves were just fucking spectacular. So, yeah, it, it was a good night. It, fight night was amazing this weekend. So find it online. If you need to look for the... Kick, but I'm sure everybody has seen it. It's it's Buckley. and you just you can't miss it, and it's amazing. And then I saw today, fucking. I guess Kanye decided to put some music to it. So he said he's got the official theme for it, and oh. it's literally just him going nah nah na na na. And then there's like some words, and then it's just na na na. I'm like, really?
0: <laughs> should Kanye be getting? he be getting ready for the election? Like he's still uh, on that's he, what he's, he's doing on a few ballots on oh no a he states. he
2: references being a presidential candidate in the song <laughs> so if i will I will put the link for the tweet and the song in the group for everyone yes to yes. To, uh, to enjoy, so yeah, but yeah, it was it was a great fight night this this past week was amazing, so.
1: Well, let's take some wind out of Heather's sails and talk about our favorite subject,
2: college
1: football.
2: Why y'all need to do this? This is so rude, okay? I don't Uh, enjoy having my feelings hurt every week.
1: Heather, what is going on? We are
2: in a rebuilding phase, okay? We are rebuilding
0: I I dare say I disagree with you there. They still have some of the best athletes in the country on their team. This is bad coaching.
2: You are likely correct as
1: well. I won't deny that. Maybe they recruited too many people from outside of Louisiana and they just can't understand Ogeron.
0: No, I I honestly, I mean, I I, I, I. I'm not trying know. to be an asshole, but Orgeron has never been known to be a good X's and O's guy. No, he's he has, a great, he really he's a been. great positional coach who needs to surround himself with great X's and O's people. And when you lose essentially your entire offensive staff from a national championship-winning team, uh, you're going to have issues. Um, and Plus I'm sorry. To his
1: credit, you know, he lost all but five of his starters.
0: Again, yeah, but see, that's that's always a thing with LSU. They recruit these great athletes, and yeah, then at there's that- usually
2: yeah, and there's yeah, and then there's usually two guys behind that the, yeah. the big get that they get, you know. Yeah, uh, you but know. no, I mean Mac, no, you're totally right. Like, it, just the changes in the coaching staff has been the biggest problem because the players, you know, again. LSU is known for for, for getting the, you know these five star, four star, five star athletes, yeah. and then and then they'll have two or three guys also behind that person. So like depth wise is fine, but it's just like Max said, it's just that we lost with losing Joe Brady. Um, that's not helping.
0: Um, yeah i mean inslinger's, honestly,
2: inslinger's doing what he can but again like well
0: but i mean that that also i think Ordron shit the bet on that because you know you only have burrow for a limited amount of time this is not a guy <laughs> you're getting four years out of you need to recruit the next man up and, yeah. and it is I, i'm sorry I, I just he's the the games i've watched the lsu games i've watched he has done nothing his footwork's bad okay he, yeah, he doesn't brennan,
2: add, yeah i'm not a big fan of brennan no yeah he yeah.
0: he's got he's got uh uh very erratic release point on the football, uh-huh. uh, you know, when he's throwing it, Um, you know. And the thing is, he's not making smart reads. Like, no, and, his,
2: his, and his scrambles aren't even good either. Yeah, Like, it's no, literally so. scrambling. It's not it's not anything like what Joe used to do where he would scramble and then he's looking for other plays to do. No, this dude, he's just scrambling to get the fuck out. Like, that's all yeah. he's doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really think this will be a rough year for LSU. And then next year, though. Uh, When you have a lot of these young players who have a year, you know, a season under their belt, if he can't win, if he can't, you know, be competitive in in a very competitive SEC West, you're going to see the LSU donors and boosters and alumni that are going to be calling for his head Mm -hmm. uh, because this is college football and that's how it goes. Um, You know, but in that case, I don't really blame them because, again, Orgeron is not what you would call a good X's and O's coach. Um, And and as the the head football coach of a very large, uh, you know, and well-known football program, you're not so much as like the the main coach. Uh, You're the CEO of a corporation Mm -hmm. um, and everything starts and ends with you, you know, and and the failure to develop another quarterback to follow Joe Burrow, uh, the failure to, you know, uh, hire another, you know, offensive guy essentially to replace Joe Brady. You know, those failures that's on Ordron and no one else. Oh, yeah, um, for sure.
2: And I agree with know. that. I agree with that.
0: So, but, I mean, like, and even he's like got, to be, he's got to develop these guys, he's got well, to develop and, and find these coaches that can help develop them.
2: Well, and, you know, and to be perfectly honest, I was honestly following the Oklahoma, Texas game.
1: Yep. More than I was, than to I get was to
2: that one. the LSU game, because like because I, I kept checking the score on it on the on the Texas game. And I was like, oh, well, LSU lost. I didn't even know what time they were playing because this West Coast time and watching football is shit. OK, <laughs> it is shit because I don't know when anything is. And what used to be a midday game is now really early in the morning. Still and I just,
1: not as bad as when I had to watch Ohio State football while I was in Korea. I, I understand. Uh, I, understand. <laughs> I used to go out to the bars until two o'clock in the morning and come home for kickoff. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm just not I'm just not used to it. So, like, I really have to get better about even knowing when LSU was playing, because, like I said, yeah. I wasn't even following the goddamn game because I didn't know it was on. <laughs> I yeah, was more that, invested in that Texas, Oklahoma game.
0: Yeah, that game was nuts. Um, yeah, let's
1: talk about know. Texas, Oklahoma for a minute.
2: Four overtimes. Four.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Texas was pinned back and it I, didn't look like they had a shot. At they were, coming back they were, down 14,
2: what, they were down 14 with like six or seven minutes left in the game.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then like you were saying, cause you were tech, you know, we were, you know, in the group chat or whatever. And then it was just like, all of a sudden Oklahoma was like, blah, blah, and well, just,
0: I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a small 12. They don't play defense. Um, You know, and I think that's what has really bothered me when we get into the playoff talk and everybody's like, well, what about the Big 12? If you look at the total package, okay, the SEC, the Big 10, even the ACC now plays a much better all around game than the Big 12 does. The Big 12 plays great offense. They don't play defense. And I don't understand how the athletes at Oklahoma, Texas recruits, Uh, You know, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, how they can give up that many points, game in, game out, unless they're playing like, you know, the uh, American Athletic Conference teams or the Sun Belt teams. You know, but if you if you get down to their Big Twelve play, they give up a shit ton of points. Um, You know, and I think the shines kind of come off old Tom Herman there. Um, I could see him after this season. you know, if he doesn't pull off some big wins and and some kind of voodoo happens where they end up in the playoff, um, you know, I could see him getting fucking canned. I don't know how big his buyout is. Was, um, it,
2: was it you that sent that sent a message, or maybe it was something I saw somewhere else? Or somebody saying about how Texas was eyeing this new up and coming coach in North Carolina
0: <laughs> to replace <no>. their coach. <laughs> I wasn't me. I, that is funny.
2: <laughs> i saw that and i was like oh my can God. you
0: imagine background going back, going to, back texas? to texas i know <laughs> and doing what he's doing at carolina though like exactly. how does a man in two years completely turn around an entire program i don't know yeah to I mean,
1: where they're what they're ranked like number four or number five
2: yeah you, i just thought, thought that was that hilarious. Team? oh dude that,
0: that's great like, and, and, and that's I like I would love to see that. It's just like a, a piece of like kind of fuck you to the boosters yeah. and shit. They have to come crawling back to him, you know. Like, Matt, please help <laughs> us. Please come back. Um, yeah, but I think Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma, he's got a bit more leash uh, because he was so successful at the beginning of his tenure. Uh, but Tom Herman, man, that guy's done jacking shit since he got down to Austin. Um, you know, and he was supposed to be the second coming of uh, offense mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, When he got down there and he's just he hasn't cut it.
1: Yeah. Uh, North Carolina beat Virginia Tech 56-45 this weekend. Uh, Good enough to move North Carolina into the number five spot in the polls.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think once the Big Ten and the Pac-12 start play, they're going to drop just because like there's not I don't you know, there's not enough teams to really fill out a good, uh, really fleshed out top 25, but I think Matt Brown's done a great job uh, there. Uh, You know, they're they're having the same issues they had under Larry Fedora. You know, they put up a lot of points. uh, You know, good offensive teams give them trouble. But I mean, the fact that they stuck in there and uh, you know, won a game against, you know, Virginia Tech after struggling against Boston College last you know, uh, the week prior. So, I mean, Carolina you know, Mac Brown seems to just know how to win in Chapel Hill. Um, I don't know what it is. He puts something in the water or some shit, but you know, the players seem to be enjoying themselves. Uh, you know, he's, he's always been a kind of a player's coach, um, but he seems to be having a lot more fun in Carolina than he was at the tail end of his Texas tenure. Um, you know, so it's just, it's if, if you know, the ACC is Clemson's, it's going to be Clemson's for a while. But, I mean, being number two behind Clemson, that's not that fucking bad. No. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's, I, you know, it's 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 fun to watch. They play they a play really wide-open uh, brand of football. Uh, you know, they put up a lot of points. They're very fast, uh, and they're a lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, another upset this weekend, uh, Florida lost to Texas A&M on the uh, 41-38, and I was kind of surprised by that one.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and claim credit for this because I've done nothing but talk shit about Jimbo Fisher for like two years, so I think he finally heard me. Um, Mm. But I'm not. I mean, dude, this is Florida, you know. Ever since Spurrier left, Florida, uh, you know, they they do one of two things. They they play down to their competition, you know. uh, You know, they they beat, you know, the the South Floridas and the Central Floridas, um, and they lose big games, Um, you know. Jimbo Fisher he showed at Florida State he knows how to recruit talent he's won a national championship I always thought he was pretty overrated as a head coach um but I mean he's he's got the Aggies playing tough football I I really think the Aggies fucked up leaving the Big 12 can you can you imagine Jimbo Fisher in the Big 12 right now uh he would he would be owning it um Yeah. yeah yeah you know the Aggies are not going to win in the SEC uh so LSU well, I guess, well, for,
2: well because well because they would rather be out from under the thumb of texas of Texas.
0: yeah yeah i mean which made so, no sense i mean it, it is what it is, it is what um it is. but you know but they're not going to beat you know georgia for all their faults looks pretty good i don't you know uh you still have bama you mm-hmm. know bama's gonna do bama things uh you know lsu I think is uh, even with Orgeron not speaking proper English on the sideline is still a better team, you know, but I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I always like it when the Gators lose. Um, I think they have some on the planet, Um, but you know, it it, Mullen, (laughs) he's that dude. I don't think he quite understood what he was getting into when he left Starsville uh, (laughs) to head to gainesville uh because they expect to win right the fuck now
2: yeah they do Uh, and oh man this week of going through like my facebook memories actually last week and this week just is all like florida hate stuff and i've been loving it i was like oh man this is great
1: before but, we get to the situation in Florida and the actual news, should we make anything of Alabama struggling to separate from Ole Miss for three quarters?
0: No, because that's the way it's been since, like, you know, since, for five years now. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss has played Alabama tough. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember when, um, who's that dickhead, Shea, uh, Shea uh, the dickhead who transferred up to Michigan? Um. Oh,
1: Shay Patterson? Yeah, yeah Patterson, yeah, Patterson,
0: sophomore year uh, at Ole Miss, dude, he hopped it, chucked it football for like four hundred or something yards. You know, it just gave Alabama fits that year. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean,
2: I mean, because Ole Miss, I mean, they tend to be kind of hit or miss, really, like over the course of their season, because I mean, they play LSU tough too. Um, right. Not quite as tough as as Bama, though, for some reason, they have Bama's number and really make a
0: work for it. it. It's because Sabin hates Mississippi so much. He's mm-hmm. in shock for three quarters on the sideline that he's in the asshole of America and oh, yeah. he, he just can't get over it. And then he finally wakes up and he's like, oh, shit you know, we have to, we have to play some football. So,
1: all right, well, let's talk about what's going on down in Florida. It started with Dan <laughs> Mullen saying that he was hoping to see 90,000 fans in the, in the swamp for Wanted the game against swamp. LSU this weekend.
2: Wanted
1: a full um, swamp. And then it went to, uh, Five players, I believe, tested positive for COVID nineteen, and now there's going to be no fans, no game, and no
0: players because mm, the no. game's been postponed. Of
1: course, yeah,
0: it, it didn't end at five; it was nineteen total. Yeah, players. I was going to say, okay, yeah, it it I didn't see the final total. The only no. thing I saw was the original like five.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, it started it w- at five and then it spiked up.
0: Nineteen total oh. players, and I, I think like three or four members of the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen. Play Florida Games, Win Florida Prizes. Uh <laughs> now
2: it's li- I mean the entire team is literally Florida man. So yeah, I mean i that's, that's really not exactly surprised.
0: Uh you know UF is playing into the Florida man, uh, you know, idea. But the thing is when you have Ron DeSantis, you know, the esteemed governor of the state of Florida Who's like no? We're just gonna open things up because COVID's not real. Jesus will keep you safe. No one will get sick. And then, just a couple of days after, Florida literally like set the record for the most brand new COVID cases in one state. So, I'm not surprised. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> no. if we have any listeners from Florida, uh, just know that uh, don't if DeSantis says anything, do the exact opposite.
2: Opposite, yes.
0: Okay. Don't follow him do the opposite because he's a fucking idiot. And uh, Dan Mullen decided to do just as his governor did. And now he's got no game. And and if, you know, I I don't give a shit how you feel about it. Having 90,000 people in close proximity to each other is a horrible idea right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we're going through a spike uh, you know, every state, ex- uh, you know, with the exception of three, I can't remember who they are off the top of my head. I read the article this morning, you know, have shown increases in cases. So, like, dude, let's be smart. You know, don't don't. God, let's don't appreciate go
1: anywhere. the fact that we have football and let's not push the limits and get it shut yeah. down.
0: Yeah, yeah, let, because like,
2: that's how it gets shut down.
0: Right. You know, like the Titans and the Patriots are trying to do in the NFL right now.
1: Or, you know,
0: Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Nick Saban was diagnosed as coronavirus positive or COVID nineteen positive yeah. today,
2: and the yeah. AD,
1: and the athletic director, yes,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and so allegedly
2: he will be he will be you know zooming or skyping in coaching for the game this week.
0: Allegedly, yeah, uh, I, I can't believe the great Satan got it. I figured he would hit the hate in his heart would have kept him safe, but that should tell everybody everything they need to know being the most hateful and, and just angry person on the planet will not keep you safe from COVID.
1: Yeah.
0: So wear your mask and, and don't get in people's faces, socially distance.
1: Yeah. Don't Alabama's go the... got that big one against Georgia this weekend. And that's going to be
2: such a good game. And oh Nick God, Saban won't be, be there to game.
0: coach in person. I know. Yeah, but he'll he'll rage zoom in and oh, uh, yeah. the, the one grad assistant who used to be a backup quarterback for him about four years ago will carry him like the iPad around and he'll have like safe and screaming at everybody. So exactly. That's what we're right going to see.
2: Yeah, he's just going to be on the sideline just with the screen flipped out so he can watch yeah. it and then we can just see him get red in the face.
0: Yeah. Isn't that a McCarron? It might, Dude, I don't know who his grad assistant <laughs> is, but that, that, that seems to be like all the grad assistants for Alabama or all former like backup QBs. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian is going to be the one
0: coaching. Uh, uh, the other <laughs> gonna, piece of college football. Maybe. What's that? Is, I said, is Sarkeesian going to be drunk on the sideline this time? <laughs>
1: Uh, the other piece of college football news is what I am going to call the Pac-12 rule. Uh, the NCAA announced that there will be no minimum win qualification to get into a bowl game this year, and we all know that's because the Pac-12 barely scheduled enough to anything get, to, to get even there. Play. Yeah, um, and the Pac-12 is a bigger draw than say. The Mountain West or the Mac yeah. or the Sun Belt or any of those teams.
0: Well, I mean, if, if ESPN actually gave a fuck, they would not be running the 48 bowl games or whatever that they, Or, uh, you know, the, the, the 48 or 45 bowl games or whatever the fucking number is.
1: Yeah, you know two of them already canceled, like, the Bahamas Bowl, and I think one other are already off.
0: Yeah, they, they might have, man, but it's still you know the the games that ESPN owns they're probably going to force to happen yeah um, and it, it, you know it's just it's it's ridiculous man like you're going to have you know like a, a 3 and 4 team going bowling like fuck you man it's bad enough when I have to watch a, like a 5 and 6 or 5 and 7 Nebraska team two years ago get boat raced by the goddamn U- 6 and 6 UCLA Bruins but now you know I get to watch this shit 3 you know, and 4 just, USC yeah you know like what's the point you sorry know, Josh do the playoffs yeah I'm not you know do the playoff um have a couple of the other bigger name games and then just push pause and, and wait till next yeah. season
1: do, you do your New Year's six and maybe like four others and
0: yeah call it uh, good. you know yeah I mean granted we shouldn't have 48 fucking bowl games anyway um you know that's oh god 96. no oh my that's,
2: god
0: that you know, there there's only I think like thirty, four teams that don't go to a bowl game now.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: like that's that's ridiculous.
2: And that's yeah. always too like the worst and the pick'em because the pick'em you have to do the bowl games too.
0: Yeah, well and, and that's that, always like, well, God trying we did, to
2: pick like forty, you know, forty-five, fifty fucking games, and you're just like, who the fuck are these teams? Yeah, like
0: that was the thing. We ran out of steam. We remember we, we broke it up over two recordings and fucking yes. ran out of steam at the end. We were just like Western Kentucky next. <laughs> next.
2: Yeah, like next. it's
0: just like Central God. Michigan next. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: like yeah, it's unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary.
1: Well, let's talk about the National Football League and what happened this weekend, because there was a lot that has happened over the course of the last week. Um, New Orleans survived in L.A. Barely. uh, Barely. Uh, Cleveland beat Indianapolis. uh, Which which isn't that
0: big a shock. I mean, it's not.
1: I was very happy about that one. Clearly. Um, However, Dak Prescott. Oh. Horrible. Down in Dallas suffered. I'm not going to call it a career ending injury because he will. He will come back in some way, shape or form. But it's probably career altering. Yeah. Um, his,
2: his ankle was not supposed to be that way. I believe it, it was
1: fractured and dislocated. Yes, yeah, it was. Yes. It was bad. It was real bad. Yeah. Um, he did have surgery that night. The surgery was successful. He is now resting at home. But that leaves Dallas with uh, Andy Dalton.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so you Cowboys fans who used to bitch about Dak all the fucking time, uh, good luck, dude. Andy mm-hmm. Dalton's never won shit. He will never win shit. Um, you, you know. Do I think Dak is a forty million dollar year quarterback? No. But do I think he's a great young quarterback? Yes, well, and it, he had that right. offense humming, and now you go to the redheaded stepchild uh, that is Andy Dalton, and be prepared to be completely underwhelmed with what he brings to the table. <laughs>
2: It'll be like Tony Romo all over again. Speaking of, do you realize that that asshat, like right after it happened, was trying to be like, "Oh, it could be a cramp, could be a cramp."
0: Oh, dude, yeah, was he I, really? I yes, yeah. yes. Tony and, and, fucking Romo the,
2: himself was like, oh, it could be a cramp.
0: And then the camera panned to Prescott sitting on the ground, holding his lower leg and you saw his leg just. Yeah. You know, and, there's and, like,
2: and he is like and he and that man, he is in tears. Well, before and James that, was, like, was like, and like and James, he
0: was in
1: complete shock. He was just like,
2: huh? Yeah, no, because James was like, he's like, look, a man that size starts crying over something like that. He was like, it must fucking hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it, yeah, it was nasty. It was real, real
1: nasty. You never yeah. want to see that from
0: on anybody. Yeah. yeah. No. no, but again, like Cowboys fans, you know, you play in the NFC least, you know, um, with a lot of bad teams, but be prepared to win that division eight and eight and then get fucking smoked in the first round. Like that's yeah. just, that's your season um you know but like Dak is is he knows how to move in the pocket he'll take off you know maybe it does alter uh you know how he plays from here on out or who knows maybe it doesn't um you know i, I don't know man i just i hope he has a quick recovery uh I, I mean, I just, yeah because he's
2: out for the season he's not yeah i, I hate seeing you know.
0: any player get injured let alone having such a devastating injury like that
2: mm-hmm. yeah because it was it was nasty that was a yeah. No, we we were we were actually watching that game, so we saw that one. Yeah, is bad.
0: Yeah, our our
1: our thoughts go out to Dak. Uh, that's that's a rough rough way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this week, Le'Veon Bell continues to be a uh, afterthought.
0: Jackass. <laughs> um,
1: he got cut by
0: the Jets. Yes, but let's. Let's go ahead and uh, tip our hat to Le'Veon after sitting out a whole season. Uh Forces his way to the Jets and they give him a big contract. And for 18 games, 17 of which he played in, he made $28 million. That is some fuck you money right there. Mm, And I will sit out a year and I will play poorly for 18 (laughs) games. If you want to give me $28 million, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. you might get more out of me because i will clean up my locker and help stack the microsoft touch pads that they use on the sideline as well
2: mm. so shake I, their hand on you know the way I feel out. like I, I feel like you would even do that for a lot less than 28 million dollars true
0: true <laughs> i would probably at this point heather i would do it for twenty eight thousand dollars because i need money but so Yeah, I just that it's unfathomable that he sits out a year and they sign him to that huge deal. And that's what they got out of him. Less than four yards of carry. He was you could tell the time off like he was always a guy who was very careful. He knew how to follow blocks and wait to the last second to make his cut and hit a hole and just take off. And you could tell his timing was never there. Granted, he played for the Jets, uh, which we know if. Say you could equate 2020 to an NFL team it's the jets. Okay. The jets yeah. are the 20 to 20 NFL. Um, but like, dude, I, I, at this point in his career, it's going to take a team that signs him to a nothing deal. Um, yeah. you know, and he'll be like the second and third option, uh, until he can prove like in an off season, uh, that he's like made it to the weightlifting programs and knows the playbook. And, you know, it's just, he plays a position where you can find great value in lower rounds to draft and okay. On top of that, you don't have a long shelf life. So when you take yourself out of the rotation for a year, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're fucking yourself, man. I agree with what he did. Uh, you know, he, he, he wanted to be paid what his value was. And at the time, Le'Veon Bell was arguably the best running back in the, in the NFL. Um, you know, but then when you just sit an entire season, it's rough to come back from, you know, so I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't really see anybody taking a, a stab at him, but I could be wrong. You know, I, well, I could be wrong.
1: ESPN has five possible destinations for Bell. Uh, Chicago, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Um, actually, I think this is a list that has 10. Cleveland is on there because of Nick Chubb being down, but I don't see that happening. San Francisco, Tennessee, Seattle miami and arizona
0: yeah i see i don't see i don't see any of them it with like i kansas city's got a great thing going with um uh edwards Alaire. like they don't need him right. um you know if you look at tennessee you know they have uh lewis and 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 uh, uh derrick henry i don't really think they need him um Cleveland has shown that, you know, their system's pretty flexible with who they have in the backfield. And right. those, those, those other young running backs, have, I think filled in pretty capably uh, for Nick Chubb, um, you know, Arizona maybe, but like that, that team is going to live and die with Kyler Murray and those wideouts. Um, you know, I, I, San Francisco, maybe, uh, you know, especially with, with uh, most are still, you know, coming struggling to come back from injury. I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, I don't think I don't think a winning teams gonna touch him, you know. I, I, if anything, with Saquon being out, I can see maybe the Giants, touch, you know, uh, working him out, bringing him in. But he wouldn't I have just, to move. No, he, <laughs> you know, he just would get his shit out of his car and take it right back into, you know, New Meadowlands uh, oh, wait, and put it. This got, is my locker now. Okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, pretty much. But, you know, I just I don't think I don't see a winning team, a team that's winning, um, giving him a, a, a call. It just doesn't make sense at this point, because those teams, you know, have some good momentum going. I don't know what happened in the Niners. The wheels just kind of fell off them. Well, uh, half of them got injured in New York. Yeah. But, you know, you still have a two deep roster and that's how you're supposed to build it. Uh, if you're living and dying with just your starters in today's NFL, you're fucking wrong. Okay, you are you are New York Jets wrong, you know, and no one should be that wrong,
1: Uh, right? Uh, The betting uh, odds have the Bears, Eagles, and Cardinals as the top landing spots.
0: I mean, the Bears maybe uh, because let's face it, how are the Bears? You know, how how do they have the record they have? Like, what the fuck? I
1: I don't understand how they're four and one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I don't Uh I don't either, Um, and and frankly, I find it offensive. Uh, that they've managed to pull these ones out. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, let's talk about the one good thing that has come from coronavirus, and that is that the Pro Bowl has been canceled this year. Yeah, biggest waste of time in football is no is not going to happen this season. Um, yeah, and frankly, we are all better for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the other three leagues do a great job of making like a four or five day thing out of their all-star games. Right. I love the NBA all-star game. Uh, I love major league baseball or all-star game. I even watch the NHL all-star game because I like the skills challenge, yeah. um, you know, but the pro bowl is just kind of like, eh. you know, and the thing is you have to look at Robert Edwards, Edwards, what happened to him in 97 uh, when they used to do the beach football and he destroyed his knee, gave himself nerve damage and they almost had to amputate his leg. So the NFL is like, well, we're not going to do fun stuff like this anymore. It's just going to be the game.
1: Right. And that's it. And I mean, they have the the competitions like they tried to emulate the skills competition in recent
0: years. And but But the Pro Bowl is too far gone. Um, If anything, if you're going to do a Pro Bowl, don't make the players wear pads. Let them wear like a team shirt with their name and number on the back. And you play flag football. Right. Right. Um, You know, and maybe maybe you have like a charity out there where you play with the kid. You know, you get the kids out on the field with the players or I think last year
1: there was a dodgeball game that I don't understand, Um, you
0: know. But if you're like no one watches the fucking Pro Bowl, they don't play defense. You know, a lot of these guys get in for a couple minutes and then they go out and let's face it, the big names don't play in it anymore. Right. They're like, oh, I have a I broke my toenail. At home, So I'm, I'm going to have to pass on it this year, guys. And somehow yeah. Nick Foles or something ends up as a Pro Bowl quarterback. And you're like, right. Uh, and then you have the, the Super
1: Bowl, you know, they're exempt.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and then but it's, it's funny because like when you're watching ESPN, you'll be like you'll hear the third alternate quarterback for the NFC. And it's like, oh, the third alternate, which means this is the sixth quarterback that they wanted to get in there. Right. Um, and and there's only 16 teams in the NFC, so like, come right. on, dude. Um, right. um, Gardner
1: Minshew's probably going to start next year.
0: Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Before we move on, Gardner, fucking shave that shit off your face, dude. Shave it <laughs> off your face. Lose the soul patch because at this point, it's it's starting to curve down his face, and he just looks like he should be on a bulletin board in a post office for like being too close to a school what he shouldn't be you know like knock it the fuck off shave your face shave your face
1: all right let's get into our quick picks of the week uh quick update on the standings tim and mac went five and two last week heather went six and one so the standings are tim's in first place at 19 and five
2: Can you stop referring to yourself as a third person?
1: (laughs) Mac is 16 and eight, three games behind me. And Heather is 15 and nine, four games out of first place.
2: Dead last champ.
1: Uh, So let's start in the NCAA college football. Uh, Georgia at Alabama is a six point favorite for Alabama. Let's start with Mac.
0: Um, I mean, this is fucking Bama, Georgia. They're always going to play each other tough, um, even with saving off the sideline, okay? Uh, I really think that Bama, it, they've got another one of those teams, man. Uh, you know, Alabama's the new running back you They seem to get these guys, I don't know where they, he, they they recruit them from, but they hit the field running. You know, they get they run for over 1,400 yards for two years, and then they go to the NFL where they, they dominate. You know, Um and I think that's gonna be a very important part of the game is going to be that run game. I think Bama's gonna have better athletes on the field and I think Bama wins.
1: Okay. Heather, what do you
0: like?
2: Um, I went with Bama on this one as well. Um, kind of for the same reasons that Mac did, but um, it, this was one of those. I actually picked Bama because I felt like I just I had to pick because initially I didn't want to pick because I was like this game. Honestly, I think could go either way. Kind of like because yeah. Georgia t- does play Bama really tough. And and this year, like Georgia looks really good this year. They were really good last year. Yeah. Um, and so so just for the sake of picking, I picked Bama, but I'm really interested in seeing how well bennett does against alabama because he had 240 passing yards against auburn when auburn was number seven and in the last three games he's at 63 percent in attempts with five touchdowns and no interceptions he is third in the fbs um in the uh for quarterbacks behind ole Misses. Coral or Corral or however he says his fucking name and Bama's Mac Jones, so right. so like this is this is a decent kid and he's a walk on. That's the thing. He's a walk on.
0: Yeah, well, he was the first time. Um, uh, it, that was the thing. Watching the game last weekend against Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, you know they they were all over Stetson, Stetson Barrett the fourth uh, nuts. Uh, I will say this: Stetson Barrett will not have a pro career, but he's going to be a great congressional representative for Podunk, Georgia, right outside of Athens, uh, when he runs for Congress. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's, it's, you know, it's he's
2: Bennett by the way, not Barrett. Bennett, yes. Bennett, yeah,
0: Stet- Yes. Yeah, That's and Bennett, the fourth, yep. uh, the sad thing is there were three other men in his family with the same name. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he, he's not a strong arm guy. He made some good throws last weekend. Um, but you know Georgia's is gonna live off that run game um and I'm inter- even though he's doing well statistically now, I'm interested to see what happens to that u s c transfer uh the guy that got injured that 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 he you know uh replaced uh, i I don't see them really running with him the rest of the season i I don't think you could do that uh because he is physically limited um mm-hmm. he's he's not the biggest dude. You know, he he made some great plays last week. You know, don't get me yeah. wrong. But again, it's it's Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I was going to say,
2: he made great plays against a 2020
0: OK-ish Tennessee. Yeah, this was a Tennessee team that gave Georgia the game. They gave them the game. Yeah. You know, like the, Georgia didn't win that through their own works. Tennessee gave that game away. Mm-hmm. Um, so. All right, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take the
1: trap. Um, I'm going to go Georgia in this one. I think it might be the time that Georgia finally gets over that hump and knocks off Alabama. Nick Saban coaching from a distance might give him a little bit of an advantage. Uh, So I'm going to take Georgia in that one.
2: Uh, Like I said, I only picked Bama just for the sake of picking, because really, I didn't want to pick because I didn't know. So.
1: Auburn at South Carolina. Auburn is a three-point favorite in this one. Heather. Auburn, all day. That's <laughs> Not it. Not even
0: the. Expounding. Nope. I don't need an
2: explanation. Nope. Nope. Auburn, all day.
0: Yeah. I, I, even with Bo Nix, like I, I still don't understand this. That kid. Uh, it, it, he has these like massive swings between great football and just what are you doing out there. Um, but he's still uh, I think he's he's a game changer. Uh, I, I think he needs a lot of coaching, too. Um, and I think Malzane is coaching for his job this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to go with Auburn in this one. Um, I, I just think that's a better team.
1: Yeah, I've got Auburn in that one, too. We did have a third game to pick this weekend, but the Florida LSU game got postponed. So only two college football games this week. So, let's turn to the <laughs> let's turn to the NFL, where two um, I never thought that I'd say that the battle for the NFC North is going to be or the AFC North is going to be Cleveland and Pittsburgh, but Cleveland heads to Pittsburgh, a three and a half point underdog in this one. Mac, let's start with you.
0: okay, as as the resident Browns expert here. Uh, <laughs> 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 I get paid ten dollars an article to write about him so anyway <sighs> um, the the biggest issue for the Browns right now is that defensive backfield um, I have no idea how they keep trotting Sandejo out there uh, because all he does is miss tackles and miss his assignments and pass defense um, yeah now with that being said uh, you know keeping pressure on Ben is going to be very important uh, the Browns have 12 sacks this year and half of them are by Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's a problem. OK, because, you know, Tomlin is a smart coach. He'll double team Garrett uh, and he'll probably chop down the passing tree. So maybe you won't have a lot of the, the deep stabs that Roethlisberger is known for hitting, especially with those. And not to get sidetracked, but where does Pittsburgh find all these wide receivers, man? <laughs> Holy shit. It's it's incredible. Uh, they, they have a great scouting uh, department and they do good work because I've never heard of some of these receivers uh, and they just come out, get on the field and ball out. Uh, you know, it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, but uh, Roethlisberger, if, if they double team Garrett or maybe, you know, throw a tight end on him too, you know, he throws more slants, uh, you know, more passes over the middle. That's still going to give the Browns defensive backfield fit. So it's going to be imperative that they're able to pressure Ben uh, but even more so, if you want to keep them off the field, run the ball, control the clock like they have been, um, you know, and don't get frustrated. If Pittsburgh's defense kind of keeps that run game bottled up for a little bit, uh, you know, Baker, I you know, there's a lot of Cleveland fans out there that give Baker Mayfield a lot of shit, but the the guy can do it. Uh, yeah. and, you know, he has shown that, you know, out of, you know, people talking about his attitude, you know, he came out and said this season, if Kevin Stefanski wants me to hand the ball off 50 times a game. I will do that. I am just, do, I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to win. Um, but you know, the, the Browns have a good wide receiving core too, you know, like Landry, uh, and, and o- Odell Beckham, who I've been very, uh, pleasantly surprised with, uh, you know, he's taking handoffs, ends arounds, doing whatever he can to get the ball in his hand. And he's doing, you know, he's breaking off big plays doing it. Um, you know, the Browns have a good offensive line this year. I don't think the Steelers' defense is like that. we, you know, we it's not the steel curtain that, you know, uh, they used to have. Uh, I think this will be a close game, but I'm going to go Cleveland. Um, okay. I, I think OBJ uh, breaks off another one of those trick plays, uh, you know, that the Cleveland you know, Stefanski keeps dialing up. You know, Jarvis Landry keeps throwing for touchdown passes or, you know, whatever, uh, but <laughs> You know, I, I just think that Cleveland's got a good thing going right now. And if they can keep Pittsburgh off the field uh, by controlling the clock, running a lot, throwing a lot of short passes, playing the keep away game, you know, possession game, they can pull that one out.
1: Yeah, Heather?
2: Um, I picked Cleveland because what is 2020 anymore? <laughs> so that's that's it. That's my only reason.
0: Just because oh, okay. what honestly, is 2020? Heather, that is, my, that's a much better reason than my entire analysis. So I, <laughs>
2: yeah. I, like um, I literally said it out loud when I was like writing my notes, and I was like getting to the picks. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing Cleveland," because it's fucking 2020. So let's do it. So
1: <laughs> I want to pose a hypothetical to you guys, just real quick. Um, it's no surprise that I'm going with Cleveland on this one. We are riding. We're riding a high into this Pittsburgh game that I didn't quite expect. I expected us to lose one of the last two uh, going into the season. Um, if Cleveland pulls this game out, it is very possible that we could be looking at a like uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 and one Cleveland team. Jesus Christ. Because the I next mean, the, the, the next several games are at Cincinnati. That's a win. Home for Vegas. And Vegas has been playing a lot better, yes, but it's yeah. still very winnable. Yeah. You have home for Houston, and Houston has is a shell of their former self. Facts. Yep. Uh home for Philly.
0: That's a win. That's a win. Uh and I, at
1: Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't be surprised. And the thing is you know i didn't expect baker to set the world on fire this year yet again he's got a new offensive coordinator and a new coach yep. um but i figured you'll you'll probably see a lot of him air the ball out a lot more next year you know yeah. because stefanski showed he he likes to run the ball but he's also a big fan of that deep passing game too he he showed that in minnesota yeah um you know but i think baker is doing exactly what he needs to do uh you know he's he's when he's expected to throw the ball, he's converting for, you know, for first downs. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing a great job not turning the ball over. You still have Kareem Hunt when he's not, you know, and since his fucking idiocy in Kansas City that led to him getting cut. You don't hear much about him unless it's on a football field. So good for you, Kareem, for keeping your ass out of trouble. Right. Um, but, you know, he's still one of the most talented running backs in the NFL, you know. But stick to what works, you know, Mm -hmm. and Stefanski has shown I'm going to continue to do that. He's not getting cute. You know, he's not like, well, we're winning. I can open it up a little bit. No, you're still getting a heavy dose of the run, a lot of play action. Um, I still think if you're going to roll Baker out, you need to keep, uh, you know, you need to pull a guard to have somebody in front of him or, you know, maybe a tight end or a fullback uh, just to, you know, do at least do a chip block to give him that extra second or two uh, because it the
1: one complaint i have about stefanski as a browns fan and i'll 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 keep this short and we'll move into the next game um stefanski likes to take his foot off the gas um and it's nearly cost him the last two games indianapolis yeah, came back dallas came back and
0: well no dallas dallas honestly that it wasn't he took his foot off the gas in dallas it's that the Browns play bad pass defense, and when you're down by that many points, what is the opposing offense going to do? Yeah. Throw the ball. Uh, and and Sadejo is uh he's a fucking just. I, again, I, I, I don't bench. know. Yeah, I don't know why they continue to put him out on the field. Why not just roll the dice with one of the younger safeties that you have? And yeah, they're going to make young player mistakes, but uh, at least you know they're going to go balls out every fucking play because right. some of those passes that Sandejo's, those deep passes that Sandejo gives up. uh, It's like he's not even trying to cover. He's expecting the corner to come over and help him out.
1: Let's move to Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Aaron uh, Green Bay enters as a two-point favorite. Heather, who do you like here?
2: Um, I went with Green Bay because I didn't want to hear fucking Josh's mouth again, so that's why I went with them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've picked against him a couple of times now
2: yeah so you know what i'm gonna give him a bone on this
1: one okay
0: yeah back um i like green bay uh the fact of the matter is is aaron Rodgers looks like he's having fun and all those wide receivers i made fun of last year for having very cool names actually can play football um and then you have uh the running back tim what's his name uh jones yeah aaron jones aaron jones uh you know came out of nowhere. You know, he he's not a one-hit wonder. Um Green Bay's defense is actually pretty stout as well. And I you know, after watching Tampa lose uh that last game, they look very uncomfortable on offense. Um I don't understand how you're only throwing to Mike Evans on in goal line situations. This guy's a giant. He's fast. Uh they should be getting him the ball more often, but uh I mean, Whereas Brady and River or uh, Breeze and Rivers both look like they could barely uh, get the ball 10 yards down the field. Brady looks so inaccurate. It's not even funny. A lot of his passes travel high or they're wide. He's missing wide open guys doing that. Um, And Rodgers, on the other hand, is still accurate as fuck and doing Aaron Rodgers things. So, um, you know, I'm going to go with Green Bay. I I think, you know, as, as good as Tampa's defense can be to keep him in it. I just think that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to figure that out real quick.
1: All right. Uh, Kansas City at Buffalo. Kansas City is a four point Hold favorite. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta oh, sorry. Yeah, too. I forgot to make my pick. I've got Green Bay in this one, too. OK, <laughs> uh, I, I won't you know, elaborate. Uh, Kansas City at Buffalo. Kansas City's a four point favorite. Mac.
0: Oh, dude, I don't know how they're only a four point favorite after watching the game last night uh buffalo was fucking boat raced uh and it wasn't pretty uh you know they couldn't get the run going uh, and it completely affected the entire offense um and the thing is is pat you know patrick mahomes he's not you know he's not playing up to what we you know last year's standard uh but he's still patrick mahomes and they actually have a very good running game this year I really like Edwards Alaire. I really like him. Uh, he's able to bust it up in between the tackles. He's fast enough to get around the end. And he adds like a really, really dynamic part, uh, you know, new aspect to that offense. Um, and then you still have Tyreek Hill and, and Kelsey. So, I mean, uh, and Sammy Watkins is playing good football. Like, holy shit, who saw that coming, you know? Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just after I watched that Tennessee game and I'm not saying Tennessee's a bad team. Um, but I don't think they're as physically gifted as Kansas City. Right. Um, and look at what Tennessee did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just think this is Kansas City's game. Heather.
2: Yeah, I went with Kansas City because I was very proud of my homes. He, he helped me out a lot last night. to help me. I almost won. I almost won my fantasy week. <laughs> so close.
1: All
2: right, I I see on this
1: one. I've got Kansas City, too. Not a whole lot of disagreement so far. But now we get to our pick of the week.
0: Uh, Have we got the music made up or the little bit that's going to go on before we get to pick of the week? We have to make one. one.
1: No, I have been very busy and I have not been able to come up with one, but I (laughs) will uh, work on that. Um, the could, it, do, it, could it be,
2: the, could it be the, that Kanye little bop that he's with? Just, <laughs> uh,
0: um, I, I don't uh, think we can afford that one. Probably, uh, not. Uh, probably, not.
2: probably not. We cannot
0: get sued by the uh, future presidential candidate of yeah. the United States of America.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> surprise, this weak pick comes out of the NFC least. Uh, we've got Washington at the New York Giants, who are a two and a half point favorite. Let's start with Heather.
2: Oh, my Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh. Oh, um, Jesus! I'm does, just, do the
1: Giants I, get their first win, or does the move to pull Haskins pay off?
2: Uh, mm, you know, I, I, me being the eternal optimist that I am, I, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Giants. I'll throw them a bone too this week.
0: Oh, like Barry. She's feeling very magnanimous this week. I am, I'm very generous.
2: Is. Listen, I've had yes. a good day, okay? I've had a, a really good day <laughs> today. So,
0: Mac, enjoy you it like?
2: while oh, it lasts, okay? Man,
0: I don't know. I, Jones, after Daniel Jones, after, you know, he looked like, you know, he could play football last season, you know, his rookie year. And this year, he just looks really lost. Uh, I don't know if that's having Saquon Barkley out or, or what. Um, But he just – he doesn't look comfortable. Um, Like Kyle Allen did what I expected him to do. You know, if anything, I'll get on this in a second. But, you know, I'm going to go Washington, uh, the Washington Football Club. Um, I will never say team. It's always going to be the WFC. I'm telling you. It's club.
2: (laughs) Forever be club. Club. You're welcome Uh, for that.
1: I've got Washington too. I just – there's There's nothing on New York that can possibly get me excited um so i've I've got Washington on this one before we go tonight, Heather, if you wanna get the college pick' standings up a quick round the fantasy uh last week, I destroyed Mac one sixty to ninety six the fantasy football team almost or more than doubled up on number one fan James 153 to 71. Uh team no luck wins over Team Burza one hundred thirty three to 128. Cheesehead Canuck 148 over Josh's um Modines three and out um 110 and Heather Darn near pulls out her first win.
2: I was so uh, close.
1: Losing to so the French button pushers. 102.94 to
2: 102.8. So fucking close. Uh, right he- there.
0: Heather, honestly, if one of your running backs just cr- ripped off a five yard run on one carry, you would have been. Or a wide
1: receiver I- had a single four yard catch. I yeah. know. I know. Uh, I was so close. It was just next week. We have matchups of I get Harrison and the fantasy football team. Cheesehead Canuck takes on Team No Luck. Uh, Josh takes on the French Button Pushers in what looks to be a close one. Uh, Mac and Heather face off in this week, and you're,
0: gonna,
2: you're just gonna win, just number saying. one
0: hey, right fan. Right James no, Heather, takes after, on team Burza. after the season uh, like the season we're having already you and I are going to tie we're going to
2: tie <laughs> yeah. listen like I said I like I said before we I record it I am making progress okay I am making decent enough progress at so, the
1: very least I think next week you take on James and somebody's got to <laughs> get their first somebody one. <laughs> Somebody,
2: somebody sleeping on the couch okay close blows
1: us out with the uh college pick standings
2: <laughs> uh yes okay so uh joshua is in first place with a total of 102 points second we have md i still don't know
1: who that is
2: don't either so md whoever you are holler and let us know who you are uh is currently sitting in second place with 94 points Timothy, you are in third with 89 points
1: yeah and i forgot to make my picks until like four shut games up. in this week
2: yeah shut up um and then we have your goddamn delight in fourth at 82 points and number one fan is dead last champ for the uh so far with 64 points so All right. keep making your picks people
1: that'll do it for this week's episode you can find us on all social media at hometown crowd on facebook twitter and instagram get in the conversation at our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash hometown crowd pod you can subscribe anywhere you find your podcast if you're an apple listener drop us a review and we will read it on the air you can find us on the 910 comedy podcast network check out 910 comedy on facebook and check out our sister shows that's just my face marital tiffs and dead girls talking for mac and heather i'm tim thanks for with the hometown crowd.
0: Listen, if anybody needs a writer, I'm available. You can reach me at, at hackwriter473 on Twitter. I will write almost anything except Republican erotic fiction.
2: Oh, that's
1: very specific. Um, and yeah. even that, if you're paid enough?
0: No, oh. I'm not touching that one. Oh, it, yeah. it, would, it, would, it would literally be fucking a, a man. It has to be a man and a woman. Uh, missionary after murder. She wrote reruns on Nick at Night. All right.
2: Well, and I would and I would say uh, don't don't take your medical advice from Tony Romo either.
0: Yeah. Don't or Ron. Ron. Or Ron DeSantis.
2: Nope. Or him. Nope. Yep, not him.
0: Have a good night.
2: Bye.